Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Finally, why some are calling degree program cuts at an area university a real step in the wrong direction. I'm Mike Marilla. A school unites against hate and finds racist graffiti again. I'm Kate Ryan. Police in Newport News hand over their findings in the investigation at the shooting at Rich Neck Elementary School. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. More than 40 million Americans are in the path of a major winter storm. WCCO-TV reporter Jonah Kaplan is in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. If you have a chance to not tempt fate, this would be the time to not tempt fate. A warning shot, not just from a veteran first responder, but a veteran Minnesotan, the chief of the state police. A half inch of snow and 40 mile an hour wind means you can't go anywhere. So stay home, stay safe, stay warm. Many schools throughout the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Wisconsin will be closed today. The city of Laguna Beach in Southern California has banned balloons. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. City officials say balloons, specifically foil balloons, are fire danger and often end up tangling with power lines. There is also the issue of pollution. Many balloons end up in the ocean. Goodbye, Fat Tuesday. Hello, Ash Wednesday. Some two million people spent Fat Tuesday partying in the streets of Greater New Orleans at parades, block parties, and other events. It's fun. Family fun and beat. Happy Mardi Gras! This is the first year for a full Mardi Gras since the COVID pandemic. Dave Cohen for CBS News, New Orleans. President Vladimir Putin's announcement that Russia is suspending its participation in the only remaining U.S.-Russia arms control treaty is causing concern. BBC News Russia editor Steve Rosenberg is in Moscow. We're speaking to some military experts who said this is serious because this is the last remaining big nuclear arms deal between Russia and America. So if that completely unravels, you have the danger of a new arms race. Putin was already hinting that Russia may resume nuclear tests if America does so. It's a serious moment. There are many chemicals and additives that are allowed in food in the U.S. that are banned in Europe and other countries over health concerns. CBS's Ben Tracy reports on the effort to make food in the U.S. safer. There are more than 10,000 chemicals and additives allowed in food in the U.S., often in small amounts. But many have not been evaluated by the FDA in decades. The majority are safe, but some chemicals allowed here have been banned overseas after research has linked them to cancer and developmental or behavioral issues. The Minnesota State Senate voted 35 to 30 last night to restore voting rights to felons as soon as they get out of prison. Now felons have to complete their parole before they can vote. The bill now goes to Democratic Governor Tim Waltz, who's said he will sign it. Republicans tried but failed to exclude those convicted of violent crimes. This is CBS News. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find yours at steelusa.com. S-T-I-H-L-U-S-A dot com. 303 Wednesday morning, February 22nd, 2023. 46 of the nation's capital. A few clouds down to the mid-30s and lower 40s this morning. But it warms up from there. Hello there. I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following for you this morning. Election 2023 on WTOP and its history in Virginia. 
Democrat Jennifer McClellan wins Tuesday's special election in the state's 4th Congressional District, making her the state's first ever black congresswoman. She will replace the, she will succeed, I should say, the late Donald McEachin, who died in November. McClellan has represented the Richmond area in the state's General Assembly for more than 15 years. She defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in the deep blue district that's anchored by Richmond and stretches southward to the North Carolina state line. Some local businesses in Alexandria may soon be paying higher taxes. In return, they would get some extra promotion for their companies. Details now from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We think it's important to market the city, the businesses. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses in Old Town Alexandria that would fall within the boundaries of a proposed business improvement district where commercial properties would be hit with a new tax of $0.10 per $100 of assessed value. Rutherford says organizers need to get petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners, and they're about a third of the way there. We're doing the heavy lift of going door-to-door, phone-call-to-phone call, email-to-email. If they do get the signatures, the plan would then be considered by the Alexandria City Council. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you want to learn more about this idea, organizers are hosting public forums later today, both in person and on Zoom. You can find details about both at WTOP.com. It's 3.05. Marymount University in Arlington is preparing to slash several degree programs Degrees and programs, I should say, at the school. WTOP's Mike Morello reports the move is not going down well with many current and former students or faculty. Among those upset by the proposed cuts of majors such as humanities, English, math, and even theology, director of the School of Humanities at Marymount, Arian Economos. I think that this is a, a real, um, yet another real step in the wrong direction. The school says low enrollment numbers has led to the proposed cuts, which the Board of Trustees will vote on on Friday. And it also says while these subjects will no longer be offered as majors, the coursework, particularly in humanities, will remain part of the school's core curriculum. Economos says the reason she and others are speaking out? To not have have Marymount be yet another step towards the destruction of humanities um, in American culture. I think it's so important to stand up for that. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Those cuts were first reported by Arlington Now. For the second time in two months, a Montgomery County Elementary School principal notifies parents about racist graffiti on campus. WTOP's Kate Ryan picks the story up there. In January, Westbrook Elementary School staff discovered Nazi symbols in a bathroom and a student reportedly made anti-Semitic comments to staff. Now, the day after kids and parents gathered for a Chalk the Walk event where they decorated a walkway with positive messages, the letters KKK were found scrawled in two locations near the artwork. Principal Karen Cox sent a message to the Bethesda school community saying a March 1st meeting has been scheduled in person and online, so the community can, quote, talk about ways we can move ahead. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Police in Newport News have finished their investigation into the January shooting at Richneck Elementary School where a six-year-old boy shot his teacher. The Washington Post reports police have handed over their findings and recommendations to local prosecutors who will make final charging decisions. Police have said they were going to... They were looking into charges against the boy's mom who owned the gun that was used to shoot and seriously injure 25-year-old teacher Abby Zwerner. It's unlikely the first grader will be charged under Virginia law. Children under the age of seven are presumed not to be able to form the intent to carry out a criminal act. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, the four-day work week started getting traction during the pandemic. More on how it could become the way of things in the workplace just ahead. It's 3.07. Do you hear that? That's the sound of you getting paid when you use your payback checking debit card from Andrews Federal Credit Union. 
That's right. Every time you use your debit card to make a purchase over $5, you earn five cents cash back. That adds up fast. Open your account at Andrews Federal and start earning more today. Visit andrewsfcu.org to get started. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by the NCUA for eligibility membership requirements and details about payback limits. Visit andrewsfcu.org. There was this one time I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. It was amazing. We could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and a creek nearby. I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. It's 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, our one of our listeners found the work zone out in Manassas on Ballsford Road between Groveton Road and Ashton Avenue, where it's one lane in each direction with a center turn lane. They've been doing some milling and paving there. And as a result, uh, at times, traffic has stopped, also turned around. So if you normally use Ballsford Road early, you may want to reconsider your options as a result of that work. So be aware, you may be turned around in each direction. You cannot continue through according to our listener. Now, on 66 eastbound, uh, the ramp to go north on Route 28 in Centerville. The work zone there has you down to a single right lane getting by. Then eastbound 66, the exit to the inner loop of the Beltway is closed by the work zone. Again, you're diverted to Route 7 as a result. Also working eastbound on the Dulles Connector Road on the ramp that takes you to eastbound 66. There you squeeze by the work zone, single file to the right. And if you're traveling eastbound in the express lanes on 66 between the Vienna Metro and the Beltway, Single right lane gets you by in the express lanes. Also, uh, the exits uh, to the inner and outer loop express lanes from the 66 express lanes closed as part of that road work. Introducing the Maryland Lottery's 50th anniversary cash bash promotion. You can win up to $5 million. Learn more at mdlottery.com slash cash bash. Please play responsibly. Rich Hunter, WTB Traffic. Boy, your wardrobe's going to take a workout this week. The forecast now from Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Make sure you grab that jacket and the umbrella as you head out on our Wednesday morning. Much cooler conditions around there. Starting off with temperatures upper 30s to low 40s in the morning. Rebounding only into the upper 40s to low 50s. A very cool start and with that some shower activity likely. Most of the roads will be a little bit on the wet side but I'm not expecting a lot of rain. The rain ends by around the noon hour and we see a okay afternoon. Highs in the upper 40s to low 50s but it's Thursday, record warmth of the high near 80. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammerer. Sounds good now. 41 in Gaithersburg. It's 44 in Lanham, 45 in Arlington. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 311. How could we handle, or how would we handle, a four-day work week? A large-scale study involving dozens of companies in the U.K. found that most employees were less stressed and burnt out and had better work-life balance. Wall Street Journal reporter Vanessa Furman's joined WTOP's Mark Lewis to talk about how that study turned out. You know, the key metric for a lot of employers was, is my company or my business going to remain productive on the same level as it was before and a lot of these companies the majority of them said that they were very satisfied with productivity at a midway survey more than half of the companies uh, said that their productivity had either remained the same or slightly improved and 
15% that said that their productivity had actually improved significantly. And this was all by just making the work weak or the workflow more efficient. Were there major changes that had to happen in order to see those kind of successes? Yes, it wasn't about just cramming in more work into a shorter amount of time. In this trial, a lot of the companies did two months of preparation, looking at their workflows, examining where time was lost or wasted, or as you can imagine, meetings were a big target. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A lot of us spend a lot of time in meetings we probably don't think we need to be in, and so a lot of these companies were more scrutinizing of that. Um, They changed other other ways they work to basically make work happen more effectively. Were there any downsides to this from the company perspective or from the employee perspective? You know, I think on the most part, there was a lot of positive reaction um, here and there in the employee and employer surveys that the study organizers conducted. They found some people felt like they were trying to, well, struggle to make all the work happen in those four days. Mm-hmm. Other companies where perhaps they did not shift in mindset so much where they absolutely wanted to protect that day off. People found themselves still doing some work on that fifth day. You know, a lot of the companies said what it really takes is a, is a big shift in mindset. Yes, indeed. Well, I think what a lot of people want to know is, How can this be replicated to more businesses? Are any of these companies going to make this a permanent fixture, a four-day work week? Well, 18 out of the 61 companies said they planned to make it a permanent fixture. And then the majority of the others said that they wanted to continue it, at least for now. So there is a lot of interest in this also in the U.S. and companies here in America are also testing this. That is reporter Vanessa Furman's with the Wall Street Journal. Coming up on WTOP, a needed win for the Maryland women, an untimely loss for the Caps. Rob Woodwork breaks it all out in sports next. It's 314. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 315, the update from Rob Woodfork. The Capitals are now losers of five in a row after a costly 3-1 defeat at the hands of the Detroit Red Wings that Coach Peter Laviolette says. Tonight, the guys had the right intentions. We can't get that lead. and There's probably three or four things that we'd like to have back where a mistake was made. Just the rest of the game was we we pressed and we pushed, and especially in the third period, we couldn't put the puck in the net. So it's, uh, it's frustrating for everybody. Adding injury to the insults, the already shorthanded Caps lost Anthony Mantha to an upper body injury in the second period. 
They'll try again to end this slide Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won their fifth in a row thanks to avenging their last loss. They cruised past number 6 Iowa 96-68 in a performance so complete it left Coach Brenda Free speechless on Big Ten Network. I am speechless. I mean, both ends of the floor. I thought uh, just a tremendous job defensively being able to hold Caitlin below her average and Susano, they're so good. And offensively, I mean, the three ball was working. Uh, the depth from uh, Brene and Lav and uh, just a special, special win. The Terps made 14 of 26 from three-point range, including a 7 of 10 barrage during a 27 to 8 second quarter that keyed their program record fourth win of the season against the top 10 foe. On the day opening the NFL's two-week window to apply the franchise tag, Pro Football Talk reported the commanders are virtually certain to tag Deron Payne, which would cost $18.9 million for the 2023 season if a long-term deal isn't reached before the July 15 deadline. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. It is 317. The landscape of the Internet could change radically after arguments before the Supreme Court. On Tuesday, justices heard arguments over whether companies like Google and TikTok could be held liable for harmful user-created content posted and shared on their websites. CBS's Jan Crawford. The companies say a 1996 federal law shields them from liability, and that the modern Internet would not exist if companies couldn't sort and recommend third-party content to users. Free speech advocates say social media companies have rights similar to newspapers deciding what articles to publish. People criticize social media platforms today, and they have the right to criticize them, but they don't have the right to legally force them to publish certain content, to not recommend other types of content, and so on. Arguments in a sister case involving Twitter are set before justices later today. Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you this hour. Democrat Jennifer McClellan becomes the first black woman elected to Congress from Virginia. She wins a special election on Tuesday. President Biden used a Tuesday speech in Warsaw to reaffirm the U.S. commitment to Ukraine nearly one year since the Russian invasion began. Free speech online was before the Supreme Court on Tuesday and will be again later today. The Tuesday case involved a family that wants Google held liable for the death of their daughter in a terrorist attack in Paris. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th and back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, if you're traveling uh, in Manassas, northbound Prince William Parkway, the exit that would take you to eastbound 66, that ramp is blocked due to overnight work. As a result, you have to follow the posted detour, which will take you on to 66 westbound out to 29 Gainesville, and you ride the ramps and come back east on 66. So if you do have to go that way, give yourself some extra time or consider maybe jumping over the Sudley Road to get on to uh, eastbound 66. Now, on westbound 66, they're working between the rest area and 234 Sudley Road. Single right lane gets you by the work zone. As of late, delays there have been brief. Eastbound, they're working on the ramp to go north on 28. Uh, you squeeze to the right past the work there. And then eastbound 66, the exit to the inner loop of the beltway is closed by the work zone. Detour is going to take you further east to Route 7 and work your way back uh, to come back to the beltway. Uh, again, you take uh, 7 west from 66, then I'll bring you back to the Beltway in Tyson. So just plan ahead for a few extra minutes there as well. Now, if you're traveving on the Beltway in a loop between Arlington Boulevard and I 66, still getting by the work zone, two lanes to the left. Then between the toll road and Georgetown Pike, it's two right lanes that get you by. They've been working on the outer loop of the Beltway as you head south of uh, George Washington Parkway, two and a past.
uh, the George uh, Town Pike. It looked like they might have been starting to pick up that work zone. Uh, so just be aware you may, may see some movement in that work zone where you were at one point getting by the work zone two lanes uh, to the right. Uh, so, again, keep in mind they may be in the process of picking that one up there uh, early this morning. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer unpacks this forecast. And it's a dilly for the next couple of days. Storm Team 4 tracking some big changes as we make our way through the next couple of days. First of all, on your Wednesday, if you're stepping out the front door, take the umbrella and take the jacket. We're going to see temperatures quite a bit cooler by about 10 to 15 degrees than they were out there on our Tuesday. High temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s, but we'll be in the 30s and low 40s early with the front making its way our way, a warm front. That's going to give us a lot of cloud cover and a good chance for some shower activity during the morning rush. Now, I'm not expecting a lot of rain, but once again, a good idea to keep the umbrella handy if you are going to be out and about. As you make your way through the afternoon, not bad once the uh, rain stops. I think our temperatures do reach the upper 40s to low 50s during the day, so a little bit on the cool side. And then we start to get warm on Thursday, going for a high temperature of 81 degrees. That would be a new record high temperature Friday. Back to the cooler weather, highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. Saturday. We're in the upper 30s to low 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. It is 45 at Oxon Hill, 39 in Sterling, 45 at the Wharf in D.C., brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Ahead on WTOP, earnings forecast from a couple of big retailers set off a down day for stocks. It's 321. Hi, I'm Rich Moresco, president of Ryko Kitchen and Bath. At RICO, we understand the fears of remodeling. That's why we expertly guide you through the process to create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. With trusted brands like Merillat, RICO has provided excellence in design, products, installation, and world-class service from start to finish for over 70 years. Your vision, our expertise. It's time to love your space again. Visit one of our 23 RICO kitchen and bath showrooms today or request an appointment online at reico.com. Storm Team 4 weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? Or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity not to make friends, but just to get something to eat. Or a retiree who fell ill and had to choose between getting medicine or groceries. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 323. Three men are in the hospital this morning after being shot in Northeast D.C. Police say it happened in the area of 14th Street and Montana Avenue Northeast around 1030 on Tuesday evening. All three men taken to hospital. Police say one of the men was not breathing when officers arrived. He's now reported in critical condition. No information yet on a suspect, but police say several shots were fired. The sister of a 10-year-old girl shot and killed as she got ice cream in Northeast D.C. was in court on Tuesday. Micaiah Wilson's sister testified in the trial of the six men accused in the little girl's death. Najee Lewis described for the jury that her 10-year-old sister Micaiah and her spent the afternoon before the shooting at the pool. 
But the 10-year-old, who refused to wear a bathing suit, had to leave after jumping in anyway. It was one of her last carefree moments before being shot through the heart while sitting next to her sister in front of their Clay Terrace apartment. When she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots, Lewis testified, quote, it was so loud and it was so many, I didn't want to get hit in the head, and recalled holding her 10-year-old sister's head down, too. But when they stumbled into their mom's apartment, Lewis says Micaiah was standing, holding her chest, and then collapsed. She died on the apartment floor. Six of the 11 people who were charged in her killing on July 16, 2018, are on trial. Police say the group's indiscriminate shooting on that day was a gang retaliation. At D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It's 324. Loudoun County's public schools information officer, Wade Byard, wants a change of venue for his upcoming perjury trial set for June 20th. Loudoun now reports Byard's attorney will argue that when Governor Glenn Youngkin and Attorney General Jason Miares called citizens of Loudoun County victims of the alleged cover-up by school officials, the residents of the county became interested parties and are thus disqualified as jurors. A hearing on Byard's motion is set for Thursday. After a pregnant woman went missing in Loudoun County in 2011, her boyfriend pleaded guilty to second-degree murder in the case. Tuesday, he learned his sentence. Last month, Ronald Rolden finally told detectives how Bethany Decker died. He said they had a disagreement in their living room and he pushed her. He said she hit her head on a windowsill and died. Rolden never called 911 because he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family agreed to the plea agreement that calls for Rolden to serve 12 and a half years in prison before he's deported. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Tom Busby. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Drugmaker Eli Lilly says the shortage is over and now there's plenty of its diabetes drug, Munjaro. That's after people hoarding the drug over its weight loss benefits made it hard to find for the people who really need it. There's never been a better time to buy a Tesla. After several price cuts, the cost of a Tesla Model 3 sedan, now about $5,000 less than the price of the average new vehicle sold in the U.S. And then you can apply that $7,500 federal tax credit for U.S.-made electric autos. We get a read on the strength of the U.S. housing market later today with mortgage applications for last week. But experts say don't look for much good news there, especially after existing home sales in January. Well, they fell for the 12th month in a row. And if you need a pickup this morning, you may want to try something new at Starbucks. It's got a line of five new coffee drinks called Oleato, which are infused with cold-pressed olive oil. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Asian markets all finished up lower. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, it's never happened before. A black woman representing Virginia in Congress. But it's going to happen now after a Tuesday special election. It's 327. 